Hello, ladies and gentlemen, days and dems alike. You are now here for another episode of Crypto's Corner. And today I have with me the incomparable, the gorgeous, and the lovely Diamond Princess. Hi. How are you today, sweets? I'm I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for joining me on the first ever podcast with another person involved because I'm a lonely person. Hello. (laughs) Alrighty. So on the agenda today, we are going to talk about being gay. I actually have a list of topics that I wrote down in the span of like the 10 minutes of me messaging you, asking you to get on the podcast with me. Mm-hmm. And so, what I first off want to ask you is, when you think of being gay, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, the first thing that will come to my mind is pride. More so pride and fights that we had to, you know, conquer in order to get mm-hmm. to where we are today. And that's, that's basically what I, how I feel whenever I hear the word gay. Yeah, I would have to say the same. You know, what's that one saying that everybody's saying now? These people had to walk so that these people can run or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what a lot of people need to understand with the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community, is that there is a lot of history behind all of it. Yes, ma'am. And we can't forget the people who lost their lives and the people who fought to make it acceptable for us to be who we are today yep Alrighty, so i kind of want to dive into the first topic already and that is childhood so what i want you to kind of do is give me a little bit of a rundown of as to what your childhood was like you know what was your experiences growing up and what kind of led you into accepting the fact that you were gonna come out as gay one day uh, so that was more so just like, it's just, you know, some gay guys go through hell and back throughout their childhood. Me personally, I did go through hell and back for my sexuality. And, you know, it had to do with family complications, friend complications, bullying, all that good stuff. Not good, but, you know, all that bad stuff. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's very, it's very complicated for a lot of gay people, like whether it be a lesbian, bisexual dude, a gay dude, whatever the case may be, transgender. And, it, you know, my acceptance was finally that I would be much rather happy with my soulmate being a male. I just fluttered by the uh, idea of that. And I was just like, this is really, truly me. I'm going to have to just accept it and move on. Did you ever have a stage in your life where you were like, oh, I don't think I'm fully gay. But, you know, like I've dated girls before. I mean, I know you have dated a female before, as have I. Yes. Yes. And, I mean, since we're also on the topic of childhood, I guess I can talk about my own experiences as well. And, I mean, I've always been... I guess to most people it would be considered effeminate. You know, I, if you were to see any pictures in my parents' house, there's always pictures of me as a kid with my hands on my hips, always posing mm-hmm. for the camera, just trying yeah. to always get the light and always trying to be like, Oh, look at me. I'm just glamorous and all that stuff. Yep. And so I guess it was around middle school. 
I had my first ever girlfriend. I don't know if you knew her, but uh, she went by the name of Stephanie. And uh, we dated for like, I think a month or so. Mm -hmm. It was a mutual breakup. So it was like, oh, we're not, I'm not feeling this. And she's like, oh, I'm not feeling it either. Do you think we should just stay friends? And I was like, absolutely. And so seventh grade came out, came by and she was the first person that I opened up to. I was like, I don't think I'm into girls. And uh, she was like, that's funny because I actually think I am into girls. And so we kind of like had this mutual experience of us coming out together. And so that's already a person who I had close to me. And I was afraid of people knowing who, what I was and what I am. So I would always be in the denial and I would tell people, oh, no, I'm bisexual. It's no big deal. You know, I still like girls. But, you know, I can't, I was coming out at a time when it wasn't okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that being gay wasn't, it, it finally got legalized, but not that long ago. Yep. Not that long ago. And it's like, there's lo- there were laws about being in a relationship with the same sex. Like, you would get in serious shit for being with somebody of the same gender. Yep. And uh, so it came to the point where I was having a discussion with my stepmom and uh, she she was asking me about these girls and I didn't say that I was I, I, I don't know I don't even remember set in stone what we were talking about but the question came up is it because you don't like girls or something and I just didn't answer. And so I was thinking that she was going to pop off on me because that's one of the scariest things about being a member of the LGBT plus community is that you are scared of coming out, especially to your parents. Cause that's supposed to be your support system. That's supposed to be people who love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And you know, in some cases people get, they get disowned. They, get kicked out of their houses and I was afraid of that happening due to all the people who I've seen on the internet who have been kicked out of their houses because they came out to their parents of who they are and so whenever that question came up and I didn't answer to it she was just like I knew it I was like what do you mean she was like I knew you were gay and I was like what do you mean she was like it's obvious you were so effeminate and you still are to this day You don't like going out and doing sports. You'd rather stay inside. And don't think that I didn't catch you playing with your sister's Bratz dolls. And I was (laughs) like, oh, you saw that? It was was just like a, oh, my goodness. And so what she did, she was like, I knew it. And so she called my sister because she was at school at the time, I think, or she was doing an after school activity. And she calls her and she's like, guess what? Joongi finally came out. And she was just like you just hear her on the speaker. I fucking knew it. I knew it. And I was like, did everybody just know? And they were just okay with it. I'm over here shitting bricks thinking that you guys aren't going to love me anymore because of it. But you, mm-hmm. but they were totally cool with it. I mean, at first my dad wasn't really cool with it. He didn't want to believe it. But my stepmom, she was just like, your son has something to tell you. And I feel like he was be too afraid to tell you. So I feel like I'll tell you myself. And she said, she told him, and at first he was in denial. 
he he didn't want to believe it at first and then it came to the point where he was like you're my son you know i gotta love you no matter what and i was just like huh it was such a big weight off my shoulders and you know i wish that that was the case for everybody who was having issues coming out you know because not everybody gets that kind of reaction yep and it was just it was so good to hear something like that and so I ended up talking to my grandma about it later on. I think I was like in eighth grade and I talked to her about it and she was just like, Oh, mijo, I already knew. And I was like, why the fuck does everybody know, but doesn't want to tell me that it's okay to just come out. Like, I, I I understand that you want me to be brave enough to come out to my, come out myself, but it's like, Oh, there's so much fear behind it. Mm -hmm. There's some, there's such a undying fear from it. And it's like, Oh, and so whenever she told me that she knew, she was like, there was no little boy who was so obsessed with Barbie like you were. And I was like, oh, dear. And I just remember whenever she bought me my first ever PlayStation game and it was fucking Barbie's adventures. And it was like it was like Indiana Jones, but as Barbie. So you were like collecting diamonds and you were dodging rocks. And she was like, you always thought that Barbie was so pretty. You always thought she had such nice hair and you always thought she wore the cutest clothes. And I was just like, fuck, I guess I really was showing signs. And I just didn't want to accept it myself. And then when I finally accepted it myself, it just felt so good. So mm -hmm. I feel like a message to anybody who's out there, you know, is the first step to actually finding happiness is to accepting yourself. Yes, sir. It's finding yourself and it's uh, just coming to terms with it. Just being like, I'm happy with myself. If you aren't happy with yourself, there are ways that you can do that so that you can make yourself happy. Yep. You have to want to be happy to make yourself happy. Yep. Ah. <sighs> So I feel like we're going to go on to the next topic. How you doing? How's this podcast treating you? Very well. Very well. Yes, sir. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Alrighty. So our next topic, and I know you're going to love this one, is going to be being in the closet or closeted gaze. Oh, dear. Alrighty. So go ahead and give me your little spiel on that topic. You know, at the end of the day, you know, there's tons and tons, tons, probably thousands, maybe millions of guys or girls who are in the closet and they can't really come to terms with it because whether it be a family issue, whether the family is religious or their friends are going to, you know, not really go and fuck with them no more or, you know, like just, you know, there's all these possibilities. At the end of the day, there's all these possibilities. So some, you know, go behind doors call themselves down low you know how the grinder people grinder oh absolutely yeah down lows and all that stuff like discreets all that stuff trust me it, it it's to me seeing it happen and being in the presence of it is kind of like depressing in my opinion because it's like it sucks that they have to hide who they are and it mostly is rooted within the family you know, from my personal experiences, I've seen people who just, you know, do what they do behind closed doors. And then they just, <sighs> at the end of the day, you are who you are. You can't change that. 
no matter how hard you try, you know, these, I don't believe that somebody should be forced and pushed out of the closet unless necessary. But I do believe that like they should like come to terms with it as soon as possible with themselves and not just, you know, blurt it out to other people before they, you know, go on about and like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gay. Like, okay. It, 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 it's different for everybody, like you said. Like, not everybody has the same positive outcome of coming out to, say, their parents or their sister, or their brother, mom, dad, you know, whatever the case may be. Trust me, I, I have personally experienced it with my family, and it's not, it's not a fun game, you know. It's not fun. And I can understand where some people are coming from. But at the end of the day, always respect yourself and always respect others. Always come to terms with yourself. Don't lie to yourself because it's not healthy. It just gets under your skin and it's going to stay under your skin for the rest of your life. It's, you know, you could keep it behind closed doors, but that's not, it's not the healthiest choice at the end of the day. You know, I'm, I'm not one to talk for other people's choices like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. I may have some, said some things on impulse, but at the end of the day, I wish anybody who is in the closet, whether it be a male, female, or they're truly transgender, I wish them luck at the end of the day. I wish them light at the end of the closet. They just come out and then just be like, whoever's real with them, they just, you know, they just go out and about and just, you know, be them. And if somebody doesn't accept it, it's like, is that even your real friend? Is that even your family member? Like, they're really gonna disown you just because you are a certain type of way. Like, you can't control it. It's not like you, something you chose, you know? At the end of the day, you know, I have seen it happen with my own eyes and it it, it, it turned into some complications but at the end of the day. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. <clears throat> I mean, I would have to agree with what you're saying. I'm going to provide a little antidote, so you better sit down, get your tea, because it's story time. I love doing story time during podcast, yeah. so I'm going to drink some water real quick, and then we'll get into the story. <sighs> okay, so I I don't know which story I want to do, the one where I was in a relationship or the one when I had this hookup. Which one would you rather hear? Um, our relationship would be more meaningful. Okay, so I was I was attracted to this guy in high school for quite some time, and um, we always hung out and stuff after school, during school, all that stuff. And so I think it was about four years ago, a friend of ours was getting married, and so. We all went to the wedding. We were all drinking and stuff. And uh, he proceeded to uh, make moves on me. And so him and I spent like... <laughs> if if you were like a religious person in any sense of the word, this would just be so freaking crazy. There was a... We were drunk and we went outside the venue. And it was a, it was like a religious themed wedding you know so there was christianity based around it blah 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 mm -hmm. and him and i were making out outside of the venue we were just hardcore making out and uh he was all telling me he's like oh you know i really wish that like i should have came on to you sooner you know i apologize for any f complications that we may have had 
and I was like, okay, you know, work. And he was like, I want to make it up to you. And I was like, okay, that works. And so later on, he wanted to be in a relationship with me. And here's the thing. He wasn't out of the closet. And usually when you think of someone in the closet, they usually just do something sexual as a form of experimenting. You know what I mean? Oh, I definitely know what you mean. And so he wanted to be in a relationship while he was still in the closet. And our friends were telling us that like his parents are not really that accepting and all that stuff. So that put a strain on our relationship. Mm -hmm. So it turned into us not really seeing each other often. You know, he stopped asking me to come over to his house and all that stuff. And it kind of made me feel bad. But at the end of the day, it was like, you know, if you're, if you're too afraid to be yourself around your parents, you know, maybe you just let that air out. And if they don't accept for who you are, then they are not good. And they're not good. They're not good for you. If they're going to not accept you for who you are. I'm not saying that this dude is completely gay. You know what I mean? He's bisexual and uh, he wanted to experience dating a man. And at that time, I was identifying as solely a male, so it was just, you know, yeah, it was it was something. And his parents are, from my understanding, kind of conservative, so it was it was scary. But then again, you never know. The only time you can really know what feelings are felt is whenever you actually just bite the bullet and do it. Yeah. And I mean, granted, in my situation, I didn't really say anything. But they kind of guessed it and I had to accept my answer and say yes or to just not say anything at all. And so, I mean, I hope later on in life he does discover what he wants and what he likes. You know, I never want to discredit him for anything. Our relationship did end on a bad note. It, it did, but I just wish nothing the best for him, especially when you're in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. it's always scary it's always scary to just want to be accepted in any sense of the matter you yeah. know what I mean a lot of people in this world are afraid of being themselves and you're always listening to all these celebrities and all these people just telling you just be yourself just be yourself and in some cases when you're like a member of the LGBTQ plus community and you live in a small town of the time, the town is not accepting. Oh, yeah. The town is not accepting, and all of, like, the people have this mentality in their head that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's wrong to like the same gender. You know, we're all put on this spectrum and all this expectations to basically have the American dream, which is get a wife, have kids and live in a house with your family. And that's not really the case for everybody. Sometimes it's get a husband. If you're a man, get a pet. If you're a woman, you have a wife, you have pets or you have kids, you know, the world is changing constantly. And what people need to understand is that if you want to be a part of this movement, you have to get a board, you have to get a board. You have to inform yourself and you have to just roll with the punches because, you know, 
us as members of the LGBTQ plus community, we're always having to roll with the punches, you know? Yep. But I'm going to save that conversation for a little bit later because that is a topic of our discussion today. So what I want to talk about for the next topic right now is gay culture. You know, what are some what are some stereotypes that you may want to debunk or to mention? What are some like absolute musts for gay culture? You know, anything like that. So kind of give me what your what your take is on that. My take would be stereotypes would be like this, like this gay guy, just fashion, you know, like matching everything, stuff, everything, like, like they just have all kinds of style and fashion. And, you know, Ooh, they, you're coming for my gig, mama. <laughs> like you're coming for my gig. How could you? <laughs> like, they're very creative and whatnot. And, you know, they're just very flamboyant, very feminine, blah, blah, blah. And some are just, you know, this, not bystanders, but just like, you know, just like not not that and there's nothing wrong with either of that i i would read sometimes pictures who say like i'm a gay guy but i don't do fashion i don't i'm not flamboyant i don't do i don't talk like this i don't walk like that i'm just a guy who likes men and i'm just sitting here like okay i understand your point but i don't because at this at the same time it's like what what's wrong with the things you just listed like let people live their lives if they want to have matching shoes with their matching purse and their matching you know pants matching shorts whatever the case may be matching sunglasses let them be there's nothing wrong with that you know Ooh, that's gonna that's gonna be a good segue <clears throat> into the next topic for this conversation that you and i are gonna have the the last topic that i chose is gonna be a really juicy one so you better buckle your ass up for that girl gotcha so I guess a stereotype that I think about when it comes to gay culture is um, that everyone in the gay community is uh, is uh, hypersexual. Is that the hookup culture in the gay community is just so booming? Everyone's having sex with having sex with each other. And that's all that it is about. And it's not about anything serious that there's no people who want to just lock down with somebody who want to actually like get married or have some form of courtship that is extremely platonic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people always think that like gay people are just in it for the sex that they're, that's all that it is about. And that's not the case. It's not the case. You know, everybody's different. This person on this side may want to hook up with everybody, but this person maybe wants to settle down, have a child, have a, have a pet, you know, have a partner that they could just spend their life with, you know, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. So I guess another part of gay culture, what I I would personally think about is, um, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Grinder. (laughs) grinder yes (laughs) grinder oh my gosh okay okay let's get some antidotes from you sweets tell me about your experience on grinder sometimes i go on grinder for the wrong things and sometimes the right things sometimes it has nothing to do with the fact that it's a hookup app and then sometimes i just go on there just to you know browse around but my experience personally is just you know, obviously, I feel like a grinder is not really that big of a, you know, like matchmaker, you know, it's more so just like a quickie and then next or get, find a friends with benefits and then, you know, just continue on with that. 
I see it more as that. I, I don't really see myself finding somebody I want, like, truly on Grinder, Like, truly wanting to spend the rest of my life with them. But I found them on Grinder. <laughs> I'm not saying... Especially in a small town. Oh, yeah. That's, like... That's, like, everybody has, like, super hypercritical preferences and stuff. And it's just, like... Not a lot of people have open minds, mm-hmm. and I'm not, especially on Grinder. I'm not saying that people will never find love on Grinder. I'm pretty sure there's been many love stories that have, you know, rooted to Grinder. <laughs> and you know, personally, it's not my cup of tea. Not how I would want to find my soulmate at all. We met on Grinder. <laughs> we met on Grinder. We were gonna hook up. We were gonna hook up, but we instead just decided to hang out, just to date and whatnot, and to get married. <laughs> You know. Oh my god, that is <laughs> that is too fucking much. Oh my god, but no, like, you know, the only reason I have Grinder on my phone is because I want to be reminded of the fact that I am not the only gay person in this town. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to know that there are other people who are gay that are in this town because you know, not a lot of people are comfortable with answering that question. Yep. And you never know. So with Grinder, it's kind of a way of like seeing who is without really having to go around and ask people, which is kind of like a pussy move, kind of when you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people when the people think of dating or getting to know people, they're like, just talk to them. But we're in a day and age where like you can basically talk to literally anybody and find out things about them before you even meet them. And I feel like it's kind of a way as to start a conversation with somebody. Because, like, if I never knew you personally, because, I mean, I knew you before you came out, you know what I mean? And it was just like, whenever I found out that you came out, it was like work. That's something that you and I can kind of relate to. It's something that you and I both have a mutual understanding of. And that's kind of like what skyrocketed our, skyrocketed our conversations with each other is that because we both have that common trait of us being in the LGBT plus community, yep. which makes it easy for us to talk to each other. Because, you know, whenever you whenever I promoted from middle school and I left to go to high school and I never saw you again until you and I started to work together, mm-hmm. it was like... You know, we didn't have to really think about those awkward times when we didn't talk to each other because we didn't even really talk to each other in middle school either. Mm-hmm. But since you and I had that mutual mutual trait of being gay, it kind of like made it easy for us to talk to each yeah. other. We had a lot of things in common. Exactly. So that's why I feel like that's the only reason why I have Grinder as a way of just feeling like I'm not mm-hmm. alone feeling like there are other people who are out there that have that same common trait and that's something that can kind of start off a conversation that kind of breaks mm-hmm. the ice. Alrighty, so are you ready for the next topic and the last yes, topic? Sir. We are talking about internalized homophobia. Elaborate, if you may. So I'm talking about hate within the community. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. Because you were mentioning earlier about how the stereotype of, like, gay men are supposed to be fashionistas, 
how they're all supposed to like be effeminate and there's people that shit on gay people who are effeminate especially on grinder we have profiles that say no fats no femmes no this this and that mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i want to talk about with you today i see have you ever had an experience of internalized homophobia have you ever had an experience where someone didn't want to validate you as a gay person due to your personality being something that didn't fit their criteria? Um, technically, no. I don't think I've ever been through that. But I know people who have. And I definitely know that there's some people who are just, you know, plain, not plain, but like, that sounds like a r- bad word, but like, you know, like, just like <laughs> go ahead and say plain mama. like plain like not really into fashion or you know whatever the case may be matching their outfits you know they're just dressing normally and whatnot i, I guess for my i guess for my stance in that it's like what's like whenever a gay person says like i'm gay because i want to date a man not a girl it's like they're still a man <laughs> They're still a man if they identify yep. as a man. There's nothing wrong with that. Just because they put nails on doesn't mean jack shit. For me, I personally love a feminine top. And I'm not just talking about a blouse. <laughs> I love me a bitch that can throw the strokes and scratch my back with those long ass <laughs> claws. Jeez. Ooh. Ooh, we're just getting all types of juicy up in here Jeez. in this conversation. Jeez. Okay, so I guess another one would be invalidating invalidating transgender oh, yeah. individuals. You know, like, let's say that you are a cisgendered gay man, which is mm-hmm. what you are, I'm sure. You know, you identify as a man and your sex mm-hmm. is male. Yeah. Am I correct? And so, if you were to be in relations with a transgender male... Do you still see that as you being gay because they I, they are transgender males? No, personally. Oh, no, yes, I do, just because I look at people of how they want to identify. Like, if you feel like you want to identify as a male and you know, look like a male, you talk like a male, you, whatever the case may be, by all means, I respect that and I will always respect that. There's some people who don't respect it and they're, you know, that's, that's they're irrelevant. But, like, people who, people who, like... <laughs> want to change their gender and they just want to like you know be who they really feel like they are like that's 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 to me that's always been beautiful because it's like it takes a lot of courage but personally i do believe that you yeah know, i would still count myself as a gay male if i were to date a, a male trans or trans male yeah because they're still mm-hmm. a male because they identify as a male just because they don't have the re- the genitalia, but they identify and they present themselves as male. Yep, and that's they're the still pe- male. People need to learn the difference between sex and gender. Sex is biological; it's got to do with the genitals. Gender has to do with, uh, you know, bi- not biological. Um, yeah, the, the feeling. feeling, like All who you stuff. are. Yeah. That's... Because I could say that my mm-hmm. sex is male because I have. I have a PB, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, but my gender expression, that shit went out the window mm-hmm. so long ago. You know, some days I'm feeling more feminine. Some, di- some days I'm feeling yep. more masculine. And 
I don't care what pronouns people give me as long as you don't mm-hmm. call me it because that is that is too much. Like if you came up to me and you're like, "Ooh, she" or "Oh, he," yeah. like I'm not going to care. But I prefer when people say they or just call me by yeah. my name. You know, just be like, "Oh, David da 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 da" or "They did this la la la." That's what I prefer, but I'm not going to shit on somebody if they do say he or she. It's yeah. no big deal for me. And usually I get a lot of questions, which is really funny because usually a lot of people take things for face value. And when they see me, you know, I have yeah. facial hair. I have a lot of it. And it's like, they'll still ask me, are you a boy or are you a girl? And I'm just like, <laughs> it's all an illusion, darling. It's all an illusion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I look like. And it, it just yeah. matters who I am. And that's what a lot of, I get invalidated for that a lot. It's, you know, people are just like, you can't just be like in between. You got to choose if you're a male or a female. Oh, you can't be this because you identify as this. And it's like, let me be who yeah. I want to be and let me like yeah. who I want to like. At the end of the day, it does not matter what your opinion says, they, like is about me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Because if I'm not messing with you, then there's nothing more to say. There's nothing more to say. And it's like, I have, I have a friend, his name is Daniel and he is a transgender male. And I actually interviewed him for this paper that I was writing for my Mm -hmm. my college class about internalized homophobia. And he was saying that he can't, he's, he's technically a lesbian because he likes girls and he still has the girl parts. It's like, no dude, he is a man and he likes women point blank period. Like it's also hard enough that if you are a transgender individual and you already have to go through body dysmorphia, coming out to your family, coming out to people and just accepting who you are and living your life in the body that you do not want. It is terrible. And I remember going to his house for the first time and one of his family members was addressing him by his dead name and kept calling him she. And that made me uncomfortable. I could only imagine what he was going through. And I told him this, I I was like basically in tears. I was like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with people just constantly not giving you the validation that you need and the validation that you deserve? And he was just like, it happens every day. And I'm just like, I can't even begin to fathom something like that. It it just, like, I know for some people they get desensitized. But for me, I felt so uncomfortable. And it's not even me that's being addressed. Like, they kept calling him she. And they kept calling him by the name that he was given at birth. And I'm just like, it made me feel weird. It made me feel tingly and dirty. I was just like. I was like, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this. Like, I didn't know any other way to say it other than I'm sorry. Cause like, I, f- I felt like, I just felt kind of some of the pain that he must feel because just to wake up every day, having to put your binder on something that hurts you over time. If you hold it on your body for too long, uh, living with the life, knowing that you're not in the body that you want to be in and, It's so Mm -hmm. expensive to change it. And 
you know, I feel like with some people, if someone says that they identify as this person, that's good Mm -hmm. enough for somebody. You don't need to have somebody who cuts their hair, who draws on facial hair every day and does all these things just so they can prove to people that they look like a male because they identify as a male. Which also leads me into the next conversation for transgender and uh, hate within the community is that if you are a mass, if you are a transgender male, there is nothing wrong with being feminine. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with being a feminine transgender male, just because you identify as a male does not mean that you have to always have a masculine presence. You don't have to always look like a man or that's like the kind of quote I would say. You don't have to always look the part, you know, if you want to, you know, wear cute little clothes and wear pink or whatever, because there's such a stigma on the color pink and how it's feminine. It's like, who are you to say if there can be feminine cisgendered men, there can be feminine transgender men. You can't invalidate. Yep. You can't invalidate that. So, I also want to talk to you, and I want to ask for your opinion on uh, biphobia. You know, like people who are bisexual and are not validated for being bisexual. Like, what's your take? Do you have any like? Do you have anything you want to say? Personally, regarding I've. I have a family member um, who has said the same thing. He has said, like, oh, I don't understand how somebody can be bisexual. The fuck? Like, like, you just, like, male or female. And I just, like, look at him and just, like, no, that's not how it works. It's definitely possible for somebody to, like, a male and a female at the same time. More than possible. It, 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 it's, it, it's literally, like... It's not that big of a deal. At the end of the day, it's like they make it seem like, oh, that that can't be possible. You either like males or you like females. You can't like both. Like, no, who are you to can't like? First of all, exactly. Like that hits the nail right on the head for what I wanted to talk about is because because you are bisexual. Like, if you are dating a girl at the time and you are a male, it's like, oh, you're straight. That's how it works. No, I still like men. It's just mm-hmm. I'm dating a girl at this time. Yep. And the other thing, I guess, is like when people think of bisexual people, they think that they have the tendency to cheat more mm-hmm. often. And nope. that's not the case. You know, like there are bisexual people who are just as monogamous as mm-hmm. the next person. You know, they they won't cheat, you know, and what why does it always have to be shitting on bisexual people for cheating when literally people cheat every day? There are there are okay, we're gonna take a little back pedal to grinder, okay. (laughs) Another story time. (laughs) Okay, so I was a freshman in college and um there was this guy that I was messaging on Grinder. He wanted to hook up. So he would come over to the school campus and we would go out somewhere and we would we would hook up, you know, all that fun stuff. It wasn't until 
two years ago. Because, like, him and I stopped talking for a while and he, we reconnected. He had me go over to his house and we proceeded to hook up. And he told me, we got to make it fast oh, wow. because my wife is coming home. When I tell you, I literally shit bricks. I was like, you're having an affair with a man Jeez. when your wife is at work. What the fuck? I, w- I was like, whoa. You know, yep. cheating can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it can happen from anybody. So it's like, you can't just shit on bisexual people for that. This man is married to his wife and if he isn't really identified as bisexual he is just a straight man trying to get yep. trying to get his dick wet you know what I mean and and then oh, here's the other kicker okay so he told me that his wife was coming home in like mm-hmm. two hours okay and then he told me we have to be quiet because wow. my kid is asleep upstairs <laughs> oh <No. laughs> And this and the entire time, first of all, he had me oh going through the backyard. <laughs> he had me come through the backyard, so I came through the backyard, and we were hooking up. And you're in a gag. We were oh hooking God. up in the laundry room, and um, the entire time the door was cracked open, and his dog was barking. As we were trying to do stuff. And I was like, okay, I gotta go. I literally just grabbed my shit and I left. I was like, I am done. I can't do this anymore. And he was just like, oh, come on. It's no big deal. She's gonna be back in a couple hours and my kid's upstairs. (laughs) And I was like, that's the problem. (laughs) You didn't tell me any of this until I showed up to your house. Like, what? It's it's just really freaking crazy to me. I'm like, being gay is yep. such an oh, experience. Yeah, definitely. There's so there's so many weird things that happen in our lives that it's just yep. people would never suspect. Yeah. Like all the people who think that their husbands are huh. solely straight. <laughs> when I tell you so many men that have messaged me and I don't find out that they're married until like it gets to the point where we're about to hook up. It's like, it is very ugh, it's so weird. It's so weird. It makes me feel grimy. Like after I find out yeah. and it's like, Oh God, like, you know, I mean, if your wife was cool with it or your partner was cool with it and you guys were open, sure. That's, mm-hmm. that's not weird to me at all. But <clears throat> the other thing is, and I feel like I'm going to get so much shit for this, but his kid, that guy's kid was literally two oh, wow. years younger than me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, this dude could be my dad. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it was so freaking weird. But the, the other thing is like, he is like, I remember when the first time that we did it, I can never forget. This is when he messaged me after two years. He's like, I remember it. It was amazing. I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> like, but he, he says it was amazing, but you wow. want to know how the first time it ended? After we, fin- after we finished, or whatever, 
he gave me a oh. fist bump. And he and he said, oh that was my. fun, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very, very similar experience coming from me. Trust me. I that when you said that, I was like, that reminds me of a time oh that when, like you know, something similar to that happened, and I was like, what the f? I was all like, this is too wild. This is crazy. What are you gonna do? Fucking pour a gallon of Gatorade on me and, and tell me good game? <laughs> like, <laughs> good game, bro. Give me a slap on the back or something. <laughs> fucking no. Oh my god! It's like we were just in. We were just in the freaking fourth. The fourth down. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it. Fourth quarter. God, I suck at sport terminology. We were like in the fourth <laughs> quarter and we just won the game. Like he was just like he literally gave me a fist bump. I was like, what the fuck is going Dude. on? <laughs> how are you gonna give me a? How are you gonna give me a fist bump after we? After I just made you squeal. <laughs> And call me bro. What the fuck? Oh my god, it was so fucking funny. Crazy, crazy man. I just realized that you and I have been talking for like forty-five minutes. This is this is amazing. I've never done a podcast with another person, and I said in my intro video slash podcasting, I don't fucking know what to call these things right now. And uh, Mm -hmm. episodes, I'll just call them episodes. But, <clears throat> yeah, this is my first ever one with another person. I didn't know how to work this thing at first, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad that I figured out how to work it. And I'm so excited to do a little bit of editing to this <laughs> later. Oh, my voice cracked. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Diamond Princess. Hi, how are you? We're talking about gaming. Exactly. And penis. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. I guess I'm going through puberty like a third time. Fuck. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I kind of want to wrap up this podcast just by kind of. I usually would want to leave something for the listener to kind of take from the entire thing that we were talking about. So, is there any kind of final words that you would want to say just for the listeners to take as they go and progress um, with life two things one to anybody who is going through what we went through back in the past you know when it came to having to come out and you know not wanting to come out wanting to deny everything that they're not you know i'm not like this i'm not like that i'm not like this i'm not like that okay what you, what i would advice i would give to that person male or female is just go with what you feel would make you the happiest. Hiding yourself is never the answer. Mm-hmm. And we are almost all of the LGBTQ community do it all throughout their whole lives. And it's upsetting, you know, because whatever the case may be, like I said, their family might be religious. You know, the dad might be a little too conservative, masculine. Their mom might be too religious or grandparents, whoever, the, whoever. You know, and I truly do, no matter how much I might, you know, like, I'm not, okay. I just truly hope that they do find light at the end of the closet because no one should be stuck in the closet for a good amount of their lives. And, you know, there comes a point in time where you're just like, okay, well, this is this and this is that. 
And that's just, I'm not to accept it. I can't change it. I can hide it, but it's not, it gets under my skin. I go through life and it's, I can't help it, you know? Yes. And, you know, I'm, I may Absolutely. have like some opinions on some things, but you know, at the end of the day, I truly do wish some, anybody the best who is going through that and is going through, you know, like say like just whatever they're going through, you know, they want to come out, but they don't want to at the same time. They want to kick it under the rug and just be like, no, I'm not like that. Or whatever, like I said, it, it, it happens almost, mm-hmm. it happens a lot. And, you know, it, those are what we talked about, the closeted gays and the closeted bisexuals, closeted lesbians, whatever the case may be. You know, And mostly it happens in gay men because usually yeah. lesbians are not really like shunned. They can be, but they're not really as shunned as gay men. Because, you know, like I feel as though that gay men get a little bit more shunned than lesbians do. And both do get shunned in their own but at the same time it's like I feel more for the gay men because it's like they look so down upon like oh my gosh male just like this no. but what about that girl who's wearing them jean shorts oh, okay and what, what, what? like they don't say much like you don't really see people making fun of like lesbians with like <clears throat> yeah society has their own outtake on both gender and sexual orientation and sexual expression which is always true. I will say, though, that lesbians, they are basically the epitome of a big mm. fuck you to society standards. Because not only are they women, but they are powerful women, and they are women who do not need a man exactly. in their life to take care of themselves. And they can find pleasure yep. without a man. And I think that is the biggest fuck you to yep. society. And I love that. So what was your other part? My other parting word was that you wanted to so say? The fact that some people just don't know when to quit of, you know, tormenting transgender people because they're literally so looked down upon, you know, like I once ran into this post that said like, oh, well, um, how can we accept them if they didn't accept themselves? They are accepting themselves, how they truly feel you know, and on the inside. So whatever that person has to say about it, they could kick rocks because it is not their life. It is not their kick rocks. Yes, it is not their life. Kick it is not rocks. their, you know, gender to be worrying about. You know, at the end of the day, it's like you post that and, you know, you're going to get backlash at the end of the day. I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. I will keep defending transgender people until, you know, the end of time at the end of the day. <laughs> until I kick rocks. Not only, not only that, one, I also don't until I kick rocks. Thing. I don't know. I feel like this should have been a topic. It was more so like I thought it was like I thought it was a topic when you said, and I forgot what the word was homophobia. Mm-hmm. I thought that helped internalized homophobia more with like like bullies in school or like people in the real world who are just like. Oh, I don't like being gay. Being gay is weird. Being gay is weird. I don't, I don't agree with it. I, I, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Most of the time, almost all of the time, I have experienced that person turns out to be a little fruity. And there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? They, if they don't want to admit it, that's fine. That, that's not fine. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like that's their own issues to work out. But what I don't like is I don't care what sexual orientation you are or how deep in the closet you are. 
do not insult my sexuality. Do not ever do that. I don't care how deep in the closet you are. Even if you're deep inside, you know that you like women or you know that you like men, whatever the gender may be. And you just, you, you want to be more on the homophobic side so nobody will be sus- suspicious of you, even though people are already suspicious of you. But at the end of the day, I feel as though that they just need like I, I personally just don't agree with that. I don't care if it's an openly bisexual person. I don't care if it's a non-openly bisexual person in the closet. Don't insult another, another person's sexuality just because you are afraid of coming out yourself. That's that, that, that's that's what I've went through my whole life. You know, it's it's it sucks because most of the, some I know I've witnessed some guys would like would make fun of somebody being gay or whatever back in the past and then later on they come out as gay you know i definitely see that and i definitely see that this day yep. as well they don't make fun of them but they want to disagree you know put little disrespectful remarks whatever the case may be you know most of it comes from males because they're they exactly toxic masculinity they just want like you know people to never ever ever see them on that side of the fence they never want to people to even assume and if they even assume they get angry and they get mad and then they just you know they 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 pop off you know and I was the same way back in middle school I was you know like I was always so defensive whenever someone would even have the slightest idea I was gay I'm not fucking gay I'm straight if I'm straight then I'm straight no I'm sorry honey that's not that's not how it works you know yeah I would always deny. I would always deny it too. Like I said mm-hmm. before, I would always say that I was bisexual, just to kind of steer away the fact that people perceive the word "gay" as just such yep. an awful thing. It was such an awful trait to have, and like everybody said it, like, "Oh, that's gay. Mm-hmm. You're gay. What are you gay?" Like, yep. it was almost and like an insult. Day, I wish anybody scary. who is going through that just put light at the end of their channels i hope they reach it no matter how much you know i might not be the biggest fan i just feel as though that i know i've been in their shoes before and i know how it feels and i just think they're scared and they're confused and they're lost and they don't want to you know be made into this thing where it's like oh you know you're my son but i don't accept you being gay bye you know but you know it's it's yeah. more it's more where the dads come in it's like you know it's mostly dads are like oh no i don't want my son being gay you know it's like it's mostly the dads like the females like that can happen too yeah. but it's mostly where like conservative dads or like tough macho dads or whatever the case may be <clears throat> yeah they're just like my man's my yeah. my son's not gonna well, be what a do fairy. you know he's a fairy la, 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 he is a fairy the shit. fairiest of all yeah, yep. <laughs> I think we're all fairies. Oh my god! Some want to admit it, some don't. We're all fairies in our own day, way. Fruit cake and just, you know, I I wish you the best of luck. That's the real parting question here. Oh, do you want to be a fairy or do you want to be a fruit cake? Because if you want to be a fairy, <sighs> that means you get your wings and fly, bitch. I mean, or you could sit stagnant. I mean, either or, that's Christmas, fine. Like either or, it's fine with me. <laughs> either one is fine with me. I know, I'm cool with either cake, one. You know, at the end of the day. Be like, <laughs> be like, everybody oh, wants God. a piece of me on Christmas. Hey, it's just, 
It's just, it's just crazy. Oh like the gay God. community is crazy, and the closet of gay community is especially crazy. You know, dope, definitely, I and super know. large. Ooh, <sighs> well. I would like to conclude this podcast. I'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening in on another episode of Crypto's Corner. I also want to thank my lovely guest, Diamond Princess, for coming and giving their part of the story. Applauses to you, sis. Thank you so much for sitting with me, spilling some tea, talking some real truth with us today. And for all the listeners out there, I expect you guys to stay true to yourselves, be good people, and during this time, stay the fuck home. Sit here and listen to my fucking podcast, because why not? (laughs) Have Just just sit down, lay on your bed or something, and just turn on the fucking podcast Mm -hmm. and just have yourself a good old day. Stay home. You know, all the nurses are working their asses off to fight off this... I had to stop because my voice cracked oh, again. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> this shit's getting real. It's getting real. Oh my god. Alrighty, I want to thank you again, Diamond Princess, for spending some time with me and letting people get to hear what you have to say about this topic of discussion. I hope to oh, have cool. another podcast with you later on in the future. Alrighty. Thank you all to the listeners out there. And I want to say to y'all, bye-bye. Stay cute.